Hey guys, this is Bryant Walker. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Business Forum. I am joined today by Lori Bartle. She's an advisor and collaborator to agencies nationwide. And we'll talk a lot about what that means and the value she brings to agencies and uh, the thought process around that. Lori, thank you so much for hopping on. I'm so glad to be here. I'm excited about this conversation. Likewise. So let's dive right in. Let's uh, let the folks know a bit more about what you do and we'll go from there. All right. Well, um, I've been an agency lover and lifer uh, up until, I guess, June of this year. Um, I started on this little transition about a year ago. I have spent most of my career in the account management discipline, observed a lot of changes uh, over time, and I have a mission. I, I really, I, I see some things that are broken in our industry, and there are lots of theories about what's going on. My theory is that account management hasn't gotten enough love over the years, and as a result, it's gotten off track. And I really, I'm, I'm here. the The mission of my organization is really to develop proactive client leaders that can function as cultivators of growth for the agency and the client. And, um, and I think it's a, a game changer for agencies if they, if, they, if they come with me on this journey. I love the idea of account management being cultivators. It's such a, that conjures up so much imagery around what that entails, the ownership that that takes to really foster growth within the agency as an organization. And I agree, and I've seen it certainly throughout my career, and even at my own agency at times, there is this sense of uh, just being, I don't know, overly reactive. And I think a lot of it has to do with uh, the data points involved, the ever-growing amount of data that we all have to consume and synthesize and present to clients. And it's become very focused on reporting, right? Reporting, reporting, reporting. And what are some of the the reasons that you find, uh, I guess, attribute to why agency services or client services might be broken, or at least the perception of being broken at an agency? Yeah. Um, well, it goes way back. I think it's taken probably 15, at least 15 years for us to get to this point. It started in the Great Recession when the depth charts got trimmed. Um, a lot of the middle was cut out. So the senior people kept their jobs and the, the young people did. But since that time, we've all been living in a do more with less mandate. And there hasn't been enough training, not, I mean, virtually no training, um, really, for, for long, long periods of time. Uh, you've got an increasing project work. I mean, yeah. just it is what it is. That discourages the account management team's opportunity to really dig in, you know, and, and learn the business. Oftentimes, you're handed a brief, you know, and and you may or may not have an opportunity to really peel that onion back and and you know see if what's really you know if what they think is the solution is really the solution or even the problem. Um, you've got what else? Uh, project management has has risen in terms of its importance, and that is great. Believe me, as a young account manager, I would have killed for a project management partner, and now we have it. But unfortunately the lines have become blurred. 
And mm-hmm. that's not good for account management because now we have agency leaders questioning, you know, what are they doing? I mean, I've got a project management group. So the value that they bring is no longer clear within mm-hmm. agencies, which is obviously a problem. And then to your point, the explosion of digital and just a, a tremendous tactical load of work that is hard to, um, you know, it's it's hard to find space and time to do the higher value thinking. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons um, for yeah. it. Yeah, That's I hear you. You know, and I, you touched on something, bef- I think it was before I, I actually hit record, uh, but I wanted to make sure that this is not lost. The opportunity for account management to be leaders in the organization and really be that true client liaison, because let's face it, it's not going to be the creative director. It's not going to be the, the head of project management, and it's certainly not going to be the C-suite. So mm-hmm. account management really is, I, I use this line a lot, like the, the last line of defense. And that's probably a really bad way to put it. As I say it out loud. I think it is. It should be be proactive. It's it's the proactive partnership. It's that leadership within the organization. And so it's that true partnership where account management, account strategists, they are that they're, they're the the liaison. So when a creative director has got that big idea, then the account management team should be able to say, you know, this actually isn't what the client needs right now and be able to give that pushback. And I don't know that a lot of agencies give account management that freedom or that empowerment even. Well, it needs to come from an informed point of view. It needs to, you need to have earned the credibility, you know, to have that point of view with your partners. And and I believe that we can achieve that with this group by zeroing in on the business. You know, you've got a lot of signs and signals out there in the industry that there's not enough of a connection to the business and we're too focused, you know, on the brand, if you will. Um, There's a new agency that launched just a few weeks ago. It's called The Actionists. We are The Actionists and it's by marketers for marketers because they believe the business piece has been left behind. Um, And that's what I think, you know, there's nobody better positioned within an agency to be an expert in their client's business than your account team, right? I mean, you, you need to be, you know, immersed in it, living it, breathing it, exploring it so you can connect the dots. And when your teams come to you with what might seem like a crazy idea, that's not crazy. Guess what? Because of X, Y, and Z, that works, you know? So let's bring that to the client. That's what's missing. Because again, right now they're caught up in, in very executional, mired in executional mm-hmm. work. I think they're over-processed. You know, I've, I've got all kinds of theories about it, but um, we need to reframe this role in order to distinguish it from project management and the business expertise is how we can do that. You mentioned the pro- the brief process earlier, and it was part of a bigger conversation, but I wanted to go back to that. That's something that, admittedly, I have struggled with at different agencies, and we are going through the process of refining it at Tavo as well, is at its core, who owns the creative brief? And I think in, in its, in its uh, historical terms, at least in my experience, creative owns the brief. And, and then account management sort of relays that to the client for feedback gets the approval, yes, no, maybe so, does edits, creative does another revision, and then boom, we have our creative direction approved, all systems go, more or less. And I know there's some nuances and it'll differ from agency to agency. But I think, again, more to the point, at least where we are headed, is that account management should own more of that creative brief process and rather be the buffer before going to the client and just being the intermediary and more so that 
liaison that actually does have a sensibility about what what is best for the client. What are your thoughts? I think it's about objectives, Bryant. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's where again, you know, identifying the problem that we're trying to solve. Yeah. Uh, that and we have to have you know if you've got a really strong client leader then you have somebody that has the wherewithal to say to the client time out right i mean i don't really know if what you're describing as the problem really is the problem and that's what you want you want somebody that has the ability not to challenge the client but to collaborate with them and make sure that that that, that thinking is sound before you bring it to the agency, you know, we, we can't just be facilitators. Here's what the client is asking for, you know, to the rest of your team. And, and I think a brief, a, good, a great brief is a collaborative process. I do, you know, depending on the structure of your agency, you're going to want input from just about everybody. But I think our value comes in making sure that what's at the top of it, what are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish? That right. we've had some, you know, we've had the ability to, to bring a critical eye to that and make sure that it's a worthy, mm-hmm. there's a worthy, you know, and and sound objective that we've established. So going back to objectives, just to put a, a finer point on it, more for me, because you're being crystal clear about it, but I want to make sure I'm on the same page because I think I agree with you in that historically the brief is so task oriented. It's uh, we're going to create an ad for X, Y, Z, and here's the target audience and here's the tone and go. And that is fine, but that's sort of the foundation. And the bigger piece of that is why are we doing this as the objective? That's right. Exactly. I mean, and and it's, it's interesting, you know, I, I, I've started to remember my path in this industry, Brian, and I only recently just, just kind of, you know, had this epiphany but I didn't come up through account management. I didn't start as an account coordinator. I actually worked on the client side a couple of times. Then I got into the media side of the business. And those experiences, you know, really helped me to have more of a, I guess, well-rounded point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it did sort of train me from the get-go to be able to say, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) You know, like what you just said. And it's like, you have to, you know, you have to obviously with all due respect, but you know, sometimes, sometimes we're asked to do crazy things and you need somebody sitting in that chair that has, again, you know, a backbone, some backbone and some confidence in, in their own ability to process information, to be able to say, why would you know like you said that that makes no sense what if we explore it this way let's 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 right. bring in this team let's have the conversations um and and i do think that sometimes when you've got broader experience beyond just the agency you've got more to work with and so i have that i had that luxury we've got to be able to train people you know in, to to be able to have that that sort of the, the confidence and the in what what their those little voices are telling them <laughs> Well, it comes from experience. It comes from structure. And I mean, you know, more to the point of what you're talking about, you know, as marketers, we get brought into these meetings with the C-suite and the board. And usually most of the time, not everyone's in there. You've got someone that's got a really big opinion that matters. That's not in the room. And they come back in the 11th hour with what about hoverboards? Like, well, I don't know. What about hoverboards? Well, let's, let's do something with hoverboards and, uh, and, uh, you know, and out of like, who cares? Like, <laughs> but as marketers, it's always like the reaction is like, you know what, we'll look into that. 
When in reality, why waste the time on something that's not a viable option for what that bigger objective is or was and being very true to ourselves, what the objective is and what we're focused on. And certainly we want to be agile and, and adjust to the times in the market. But at the end of the day, if you're deviating too much from your strategy, then the strategy doesn't mean anything. That's right. That's right. Yep. And, you know, there's I mean, there's a great book called Good Strategy, Bad Strategy. Um, that I uh, advocate people read all the time where the, and it's almost a script in some ways for how to gently push back, you know, when somebody's trying to tell you um, their strategy is essentially their goal, right? I mean, yeah. that's great. Ambition is not strategy. Ambition is a goal. So anyway, there's a lot of bad strategy in, out there in the world and you have to have something to draw on to be able to push back and and reframe the conversation in a in a more effective way. Absolutely. So, Lori, help me understand and help anyone listening to this understand how uh, how can you benefit them? Let's say we got some agency owners and operators listening. How can you best support and be the coach that they didn't know they needed and now they can't yeah. live without? <laughs> well, I'm trying a lot of things. It's only been, it hasn't even been a full year. So I've been experimenting um, with a number of different things right now. I'm finishing up the first cohort of a new program that I rolled out called Building Business Acumen, okay, to, to stay on uh, on that on that path. It's inspired by my own, my favorite course from the MBA program that I took. And it's a six week program using real world, real client examples. And I have a direct feedback loop with the, the participants in, um, in the program. And I have to tell you, they're loving it. Um, you know, the, they, they see the difference. They recognize, oh my gosh, you know, I never really took the time to go back and start at square one with understanding this, this client. So, so there's that. So I've got group programs. Um, I've got a best practice uh, methodology called the bespoke playbook. And again, this was a, um, this, I learned this by making early mistakes where I thought that um, I could go in and just talk to people, you know, for two hours about all the all the great wisdom, you know, that I've amassed over the years. And um, it became um, like Charlie Brown's teacher, if, if that, you know. <laughs> so the idea behind the bespoke playbook is that I, I'm setting it up. It's a reverse engineered um, workshop, if you will, where I'm bringing topics forward. And my goal is to just guide the teams and let them create their own playbook for how they're going to create state-of-the-art communication for their clients, how they're going to do competitive analysis in a, in a meaningful way so that they have that you know intel to draw on in their daily work. So it's about best practices, but they create it. They bring the agencies vibe and, you know, uniqueness to it. And at the end of the day, um, you know, we we codify it in a document that's branded and it can be used for goal setting, for accountability purposes, even for training and, you know, straight up advising. I mean, I'm, I'm building a couple of uh, account groups from scratch with some digital agencies who have recently come to the realization that project management is great, but, you know, again, for the purpose of building growth, they need something more. So there's right. a number of different ways that we can partner. Um, it's it's incredibly organic at this point, Bryant, to be honest. So, um, but it's it's real exciting, and uh, I'm I'm open to thoughts and ideas as well. 
Okay, so we've covered a lot of ground, Lori. Obviously, you provide a lot of value to agency owners and operators. I'm thinking also of even account managers, someone that's in that service side of the business that's listening to this. What are some FAQs or some questions that you can help solve right off the bat and get people to have that aha moment of what value you can help bring to the table and help them see the light as it relates to the the bigger, broader side of client services? So first of all, Stop thinking of yourself as client services and start thinking of yourself as client leadership to be consistent. Um, The question always comes up like, what is it, right? What is client leadership? And I I have three things that I, I really, in doing the research over the past couple of years, cultivators of growth, influencers of creativity, leaders of collaboration. Those really are the three things, Bryant, that, you know, client leadership can really drive value by becoming experts in those three areas. And so, you know, they're they're all very different and very unique and, and offer different opportunities um, for learning and growth. But really, that's the core of client leadership. Got it. I love how concise that is, and it's easy for people to wrap their heads around. And I love the repackaging of client leadership over client service, because you're right. I think the more I think about it through that lens, service inherently is reactive. Like, what can I do for you today, sir or ma'am? How can I help you? How can I be a service? Whereas leadership is you're a pace setter. You're a thought leader. You're you're helping to you know set the pace and set the tone for growth. And that is missing in the industry. It is. It is. The the discipline delivers great service. You know, that's not the complaint of clients, but but they need to know where are we going, right? Like, and beyond my brand, you know, can you help me with my business? It's it's there's a whole slew of other things that we can be thinking about beyond service and management. Believe me, there's plenty of people you know around an agency to help with the management of things. We need to be thinking about leading our clients. So that's fantastic. So, Laurie, how can uh, people get a hold of you? Well, I have a, a website uh, that is called cultivagency.com. Cultivagency is short for cultivating human agency. That's my stated purpose um, because human agency, when you mentioned earlier proactivity, Bryant, you know, mm-hmm. proactive, self directed action, you know, that's what we want. We want people to feel empowered to take action, right? Thoughtful right. action. But anyway, that's that's my purpose. So cultivagency.com is my website. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, you know, we all know how to reach each yeah, other. We'll find you. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be sure to link to your page and everything in the show notes and on our site as well. Um, I really appreciate you being on. I've, I've got you got my mind working about you that's know leadership. It's it's good. Very, very good. Um, well, Lori, thanks so much for hopping on and we'll be in touch. Oh, I really appreciate it, Brian. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you.